Welcome to a Life Church Family Christmas. We're so excited that you are with us here today. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna do some laughing. We're gonna hear our kids sing some Christmas songs. And overall, we're just gonna have a great time. So if you're joining us at the Germantown campus, West Campus, or you're tuning in online, thank you for being here today with us. Before we get started, we've got some things that we wanna share with you about our church and some of the things going on. So come on in. Grab a seat and let's take a look. It's not too late to check your child into our Life Kids Early Childhood area. This area is designed for children birth to 4K. You'll find classrooms fully equipped to communicate Jesus in bite-sized pieces that your kids will understand. For more information or if you have any questions, you can head out to our lobby where you'll find our friendly Life Kids staff there to help you with anything you may need. With a secure check-in system, themed rooms, and quality staff, your children are sure to have a safe and fun church experience. Looking for gift ideas this holiday season? Don't forget to stop by the Life Church Resource Center at the Germantown campus and at the West campus. We've got all kinds of great gift ideas, from Bibles for the kid, the student, or the adult on your list. We've got devotionals that are for men or for women, for families, even for students. We've got the Duck Commander book, so whether you want Uncle Sai's new book, Psyology 101, or the Duck Commander family, it's all there. And oh yeah, while you're there, pick up a Life Church coffee tumbler, maybe even a Life Kids water bottle. We've got all kinds of gift ideas at the Resource Center, so after service today, stop by and check us out. If you are newer to Life Church and have not yet downloaded the Life Church app, you can do it completely free today. Uh, you can download it on your iPhone, your iPad, or your Android, any of those mobile devices. And it's just a great way to stay connected with what's going on here at Life Church. Everything from viewing live sermons to looking at archive sermons to filling out your communication card, you can do it all right there at the convenience of your mobile device. So those are just some of the things that we've got going on here at Life Church. We encourage you to stop by our website, lifechurchwi.com, where you can read about more of the information and events that we've got going on here at the church. Or you can keep up with us by liking us on Facebook or following us on Twitter. There's lots of great things that we've got going on and we want you to be a part of it. Thanks again for being here today. And once again, welcome to a Life Church Family Christmas. to bring the 
Wow. That was nifty. It was incredible. That, that was, was really pretty. <laughs> you okay? You all right? Got some disco dust in here or something. Well, that's, it's haze. It's actually just for the lights. But okay. no, we're you, good. You welcome right? to Life Church. Welcome to a big Life Church family Christmas. Are you guys excited to yeah. be here today? Yeah. All right. Okay. They're excited. Well, it's good to have you. It is good to it have you. Here's a, we're going to do a shout out real quick. How many moms do we have in the place? All my moms say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. We have any dads here? Can you give me a big hearty grunt? Ready? All yes. right. We got some dads here. Yes. That's good. Okay. All of the kids in here, I want you to go crazy on the count of three. One, two, three. All right. All right. Got a lot of kids here. That's good. Great to have That's you guys. good. Well, that is good because today's service is really meant for the entire family. And so we, the kids are going to be involved at a point in the service. We have more videos. We got, the band is going to be doing some more nifty little ditties just oh, like yeah. that. That was good. Oh, yeah, it was I good. mentioned that. That was awesome. It was incredible. It really was. We're going to have a live nativity. Okay, watch out for the camels. They're going to be kind of trotting down no. the middle here. We're going to have pyrotechnics. Okay, it's going to be incredible. And as you leave, every single person will get at least a $100 Target gift card. Okay? Target messed up on some stuff. No. They're like giving stuff out right now. All right. Now, we, so we are literally doing none of those things. Not a single one of I them. I know for a fact animals are here. There's a 17-foot trailer with something wild running around and bumping around the edges of that thing. There's got to be animals here, Ryan. Are you done? We are not doing that. There are no live animals. It's going to be a terrible Christmas. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Sorry that you came. I assure so you sorry. it is going to be a great Christmas, even without live camels. It's going to be a good time. Um, let's just cool it yeah. a little bit, a little aggressive there. So, uh, But we, we just wanted to give you a couple things because we know there's a lot of people here for the very first time. And if this is your first time to Life Church, welcome. We hope you enjoy the service. And uh, a couple things we want to let you know about so you feel comfortable here. On your way in, you were given a couple things at the door. There's a tithe and offering envelope. Ignore that, okay? Please, if you're a guest with us, you can just ignore it. Put just it on your seat. Throw it behind your head, okay? Rip it up. Throw it. Or you could just put it on your seat and we'll get it later. Yeah, you could do that too. Don't need to be wasteful. But uh, sure. along with that, there is a communication card. And we ask everybody. I know it's a little darker in here, but you'll have some time towards the end of the service. If you don't mind, take a minute to fill that communication card out. Um, we 30 would, seconds even. 30 seconds. I was going to say a minute, but... 30 seconds 30 it is. Seconds. So take it. Take 30 seconds to fill that card out, and then you can drop it in the offering buckets. All we want to do with that is just thank you for coming today. Uh, also, today is going to be a, a little different feel than normal, as you probably noticed by the introduction, uh, but it's going to be a little darker. This is more of a production-type feel, and so if you need help with anything, if you can't see your way out, or if you need help, ushers in the back, would you wave your hands? You can't even see them. They're there. They're there. there. I assure you they're there. But they are there to help you. And so if you do need anything, those are the people uh, you need to see. And I'd say, too, be careful getting up really quick. We've rented a jib camera, and it's going to be swinging awful low during the production. So don't kind of get up really quick. Do you see a jib camera anywhere here? There is no jib camera. What are you talking about? Just trying to make memories, Ryan. I'm trying to make this a good time for people. All right. Seriously, what we are – thank you. Thank you. What we are doing – my goodness. This is a Don't encourage this. him. Don't encourage him. He'll right? go all night. Come on now. We got fun today. It's memories, Ryan. This is what it's all about. They're making all fun of, our of ushers you. Have spark- Keep going. All of our ushers have sparklers in the back. They're going to hand them out to all of you guys. Guys, go ahead. Yeah, we have sparklers right for everybody. Booth. We're just. We're what, in a series lights. What are you Ryan? talking about? There's How no. What cool would that be? Yeah, it'd be really, really cool. When the fire department shows up and shuts I'm, us down. I'm, I'm sorry I like to go all out. All right. Okay. Well, all the people with hairspray, look out. So it's not going to be good. So okay. there are no sparklers. Sorry. You like to go over the top, I huh? I do. Yeah, yeah. I do, Ryan. Well, I like to speaking fun. of that, going over the top. Yeah. Because you're always like that. Okay. I heard you had a pretty over the top Christmas present for your wife, Noel, this year. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. You know, we... Not a big, that's not what I heard. No, it really wasn't. It wasn't I heard that you and Pastor Danny over at the West Camp is that you guys like did a surprise for both of your wives. Like it was like a, a huge deal. I mean, it was like the, the biggest present I've ever no, seen. No, not at all. You know, we got together on some things, but it, no, it, no. It's kind of just a I think you're downplaying deal. it. You, you hired a camera crew to follow you around and capture their reaction. People I mean, that, do that, that's, nobody does that. 
that that sounds like a pretty big deal to me. And in fact, we got some of the footage. Do you guys want to see his okay, Christmas no, present? No, no, no. We did. Kevin, it's going to be okay. Do not show the footage. You're okay, okay with please. live animals, but we're not okay with showing this video right here. You guys want to see the video? Let's roll the video. Go ahead. Let's roll the video. We're showing it. Show it. Go ahead. Okay, so today's the day. <laughs> today's the day. Now's the time. The reveal is about to happen. The surprise. I'm just, I'm pumped. So we're going to show them. We're going to show the girls. Without further ado, Come let's on. go. All right, here we go. Just follow us in here. It's going to be good. They are going to love it. They're going to love it. Oh, my gosh. Big surprise. Big surprise. This is huge. This is huge. We're going to barge in on their meeting. Just, just kiss just the door right open. Hello. Knock, knock. Hey. hey. <laughs> so sorry to intrude um, on your meeting. We have a bit of surprise for you ladies. A little bit of a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Christmas time. It's the time of giving. So we uh, we got a little bit of a gift for you. We want to do a big surprise, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. You ready? Y'all are you... crazy. Seriously, you, you want to just follow I feel like you're joking I... right now. No, dead serious. Come on, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on, put your jackets on. on. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Let's go. It's outside. Outside. Okay, so put your jackets on really quick. Don't want you to catch hypothermia. Oh gosh. Just follow us out. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to close your eyes yeah. though, because it's that big of. <laughs> we we wanted to document the surprise. Okay. I'm so nervous. You gotta close oh, your eyes. They don't wait, do wait, things like this. Close your eyes, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Well, we can't Just see. Open the door. Always okay, okay, here, come on. Just, here, pulling. okay, here. We'll lead him out. Please don't <laughs> Do not, but please don't peek. Okay. Please don't peek. Okay. Here we go. What is going on? Keep it closed, keep it closed, keep it closed. Where do I go? All right, this way. All right, wait, 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 wait. All right, here we go. Three, three, two, one. Open them up. Surprise! You know, they told me back in like October that they were going to do this, and I, I questioned it. I, I, I said, I don't think that's a good idea. And once they get something stuck in their head, I mean, just look out. What? Here's the what deal. We got you guys snowmobiles. Got, and they're speechless. <laughs> they, they don't even have words for how excited they are. Okay. Tell them what it has. Tell it's them got what they have. 600cc oh Rotex motor, oil injected, parallel twin, aluminum tunnel, tubular A arms. It's got front and rear skis. Tubular. It's got adjustable suspension. It's got heated grips, heated throttle, heated seat, heated okay, toe, okay. heated windshield bags. It's okay. heated everything. And it's yellow! I know what that means. I, I know, but he knows. He yes. knows it all. This is the best. Top of the line. Wow. And oh they match. <laughs> they match your beauty. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can you just sit on them really quick? Just, just come I just, on. I want to no, see no, you no, on no, it. Please. I want to see you on it. You got to. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We gotta see it. Hey, oh my gosh. I don't gosh. even know, what, like, what, what? Man. Well, I don't even. We always wanted snowmobiles and you beat us to it. Yeah, you crazy, <laughs> you rascal. You remember like, being in Colorado and you right? loved snowmobiling. I was and you were like, you were like, Kevin, I was, I was that was 14. fun. I was 14. Uh, these look. These look brand new. <laughs> they are. They are brand new. They're brand wow, new. Wow, we got a great deal. Okay. Wow. Uh, Can you imagine cruising into whoa, the sunset? What an amazing <laughs> gift that was. I mean, so crazy. Snowmobiles? I mean, did you do the features on those things? I mean, Danny told me that they have nitrous. No way. Like, 125 horsepower, super lightweight, everything. I mean, uh, dream sleds. Awesome. They are, they are so blessed. Oh, blessed. my goodness. So blessed. Well, let's uh, not worry about that. Let's talk about how much you guys love snowmobiling. Here's Danny, Georgia. <laughs> I don't. Um, Here's wow. the beauty of it, ladies. We didn't spend a penny. We didn't spend a single dime. Oh, but these are ours. These are ours. <laughs> yes, they are. These are yours. Uh, these are yours. How do you not spend a dime? No, no. I pulled some strings over at Cedar Creek. We got Danny the hookup. Know, yeah, he knows people. That's Thank the good you. thing. So we wow. got a straight up hookup. You got him. You got him gifted. <laughs> 
What's wow, up? Wow, they're like you know paper? No, oh, sort of like a, a trade trade in. Yeah, trade. It was horse trade. Yeah, yeah. Straight like, up. Trade, like, <laughs> yeah. Cash in, cash so, out. You traded in your motorcycle to get a snowmobile? Absolutely, yeah. No, I would never do that. Well, you didn't get enough money for the Honda Civic for these. I, I don't understand. Like trade in. I didn't trade in the Honda Civic. No. What what did you trade in? We these two guys wanted to uh, trade their vehicles in on a snowmobile. And I thought it was kind of a dumb trade, but I'd do anything for a buck. It, Families. Was, it was straight up. We don't have a car? No, we have a car, the Honda Civic hatchback. Yeah, we're it's, gonna carpool. It's a 2000, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were gonna carpool. Can, can I talk, can I talk? <laughs> Here's the beauty. Let's, when it snows, like, we're riding this puppy to work. You know London it. right in between. Okay, okay. <laughs> coming. Yeah. We need to talk. We need to talk. Man, I can't believe they actually went through with it. We told them from the beginning this was a terrible idea. Kevin, I, like, I, I don't know what to say. It's gonna be all right. Like, we're... It, it's not gonna be all right. Just leave me alone. Just we need we need to talk about it. Kevin. Just. I can't believe this. I, Why? I do not understand. What? What is it? I think we're still fine. I thought it. I thought this through. Kevin, you clearly did not. We don't have the money for this. Where is London gonna fit? I don't. I don't even know how. It, what? I just want to make family memories and... Kevin, fix this problem. Fix it. Okay. Okay. Stop recording. Yeah, I'm mad. So, uh, we were able to return the snowmobiles. Great news. It was about a 40% restocking fee, but... It's normal. You're going to get that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But we got in-store credit. So let's just say it's going to be a fun summer. Yeah, we'll do it. Do it? You get the even weeks. I get the odd all throughout summer. It's going to be a blast. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> Best Christmas ever. Wow. That did not go quite as planned, huh? That was, that kind of derailed quickly. You know, my favorite line was, though, when you said, I thought this through. That was, that was good. Hindsight's twenty twenty, Ryan. Well, so is foresight, so. Have you ever been embarrassed in your life? I've never decided to buy my wife a snowmobile for Christmas, but... Well, we're making it, okay? We're making it. Okay. We're doing well, all right. Anyway, sorry we had to get a laugh at Kevin's expense, but we're going to continue with our service today. Wait, wait, it's going to... Hold up. Hold up. What? I, I'm telling you, I had some sort of feeling that you were going to do this. I knew that you were going to pull this. Okay. You went in my office and you got this off of my hard drive, didn't you? You put it on Vimeo, but other than, you know, <laughs> public... Smart, about it, Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you remember the, the Oh Holy Night video that Ryan did about five years ago? Does anybody remember that? Nobody okay, remembers that. Even I was a child that. when that was done. That was a long time ago. Ryan actually sang White Christmas by Bing Crosby that same day. Okay. We didn't even, that was a warm-up. We didn't even record it. Oh, I did. No. I recorded that, it. They, they didn't, what? Are you serious? What? Yeah. Guys, why don't you? Do you no, wanna nobody wants to see, see that. Mr. Ryan, no, never been embarrassed, huh? Well, don't know how it feels, huh? Want you this is a family play. service. Hit Let's play. not do this right now. I That's you guys. Hit play. Hit play. Like the ones I used to know The tree 
treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. Gonna leave in a little more monitor. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. May your days be merry and bright. little low. I'm gonna go up. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know where the treetops glisten and children part of the song right here. With every Christmas card I write, may your days be merry and bright. May all your Christmases be
back, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Christmas here. And we've got some very special guests on the show today. We've got the most famous lights that have ever represented Christmas here on our stage today. What incredible honor. Our first guest has been warming your hearts and your homes for years now, but they're commonly known to us for roasting chestnuts. Can you please welcome to the stage, Open Fire. Not to be arrogant or anything, but Christmas wouldn't be Christmas unless there's open fire because it just doesn't feel like Christmas unless there's a fire burning in your fireplace. And you certainly can't eat chestnuts unless they're roasted in your fireplace. I'm basically multi-talented. You are certainly right there, open fire. Well, there you have it, folks. Now let's hear from our next guest, Christmas Candle. Not to be rude, but I have never roasted a chestnut. I don't think anyone has, right? I also do a lot of things. You can find me sitting in windowsills, lighting up houses at Christmas. Carolers hold me and sing Christmas songs throughout neighborhoods and malls, just to name a couple. And I can be found in church services all throughout the Christmas season. You can't have Christmas Eve without a good candle at church. Just saying. That's a great point there, Christmas candle. You can go ahead and have a seat. I think I'll just stand. Alrighty then, our next guest has been around for over, just over 100 years, but they have really put their stamp on Christmas. Let's give it up for Christmas lights. I don't know how much I really need to say. I mean, have you ever seen a Christmas tree without Christmas lights? And what would people decorate the outsides of their homes if it weren't for Christmas lights? Christmas isn't Christmas without Christmas lights. That's very true there, Christmas lights. You can go ahead and have a seat right there on the chair. Now for our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased to announce that finally... Um... Hey there, fella. Uh, who, who, are, uh, who are you? What do you mean, who am I? I'm one of the most famous lights at Christmas, and you didn't even have me on your show. I would not know. I single-handedly saved Christmas, and now, Santa can't do Christmas without me. Okay, well, uh, I don't have a chair for you, so you're just gonna have to sit right there on the, uh, on, on the floor. Alright. Our last guest has been around for thousands of years, and well, let's just let them share their story. Please welcome to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, Star of Wonder. Star of Wonder, how did you get your name? It all started a couple thousand years ago. It was a typical night, no different from any other. Out in the distance, I could see three men making their way from afar. I could hear them talking about a king who had been born. But they said that this king wasn't born in a palace where kings were normally born. Wait, huh? Where, uh, where was he born? In Bethlehem. I had never heard of such a thing. I figured since I knew where Bethlehem was, that I would go see this king for myself. As I made my way there, I noticed that these three men were following me. It's crazy, because the closer I got, the more I began to shine. I felt I was getting brighter and brighter. Wow, and, and why do you think that was? At the time, I had no idea. I just knew that the closer I got to Bethlehem, to this king, the happier I felt. I looked over and saw that the three men had followed me all the way there. It, they even brought gifts to present to the king. It was incredible. And it was at that moment that I realized that I was the star that led the way to Jesus Christ, the light of the world.
Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. But they were there at the time I came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace goodwill toward men. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. Church, I'm Aaron Cole, the senior pastor, and it's great that you have joined us today. And uh, man, haven't the kids and the band and every, just done a great job? Can you give them another big, big, big hand? 
I love kids on the stage because it really freaks parents out. And the, all the rest of us get to laugh. And this is my first year, my and Tammy's, without having a child up here. And what, what's amazing is I'm watching these kids. I'm thinking, how many of those kids, I've dedicated them. You know, I remember when they were born, and, and, uh, and some of them are really, uh, wow, uh, moms and dads. Uh, uh, there's some stinkers up there, right? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I love that. So I, I just want to take a couple of minutes just to kind of just talk about this subject of, of light. And we've been talking about this this whole month. But maybe this will be the best way to illustrate this. If, if you're, you ever go to, in the middle of a summer especially, on a summer afternoon when it's hot, and you go to a matinee, and you watch a movie in the middle of the afternoon, and then, and then the movie's over, and especially if you go directly from the theater outside, and the light is just blinding, and it's just bright, and it takes a while for your eyes to adjust and, and for you to kind of get your focus, and it's almost, whoa, it's, it's more overpowering than, than what you can handle. And when we talk about the fact that Jesus Christ came to the earth and was the light and is the light of the world, that's kind of the way it happened. It kind of felt like, for those people in the first century, a little bit like it would feel for you and I, walking out in the middle of a summer afternoon from being inside with no light to complete sunlight and daylight. You have to remember that between the end of the Old Testament, the book of Malachi, the last minor prophet that's, that, that, that's given a book, all the way to the beginning of Matthew, there are 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Scholars call that the 400 silent years. Because for 400 years, God does not speak. Silence. I was thinking about that the other day. Have you ever thought about the fact, especially if you have children and, and you're raising them in, the, in church and you're raising them to, to serve Jesus and, and what happens in the context is they begin to ask questions, sometimes great questions, great theological questions that you really don't have the answer to. And, and they begin to ask you things like, Dad, what does God's voice sound like? Dad, how do you know when God speaks? Dad, you sometimes say that God told you and Mom to do Sometimes you say that you think this is what God wants us to do. How do you know what God wants you to do? How does God speak to you? How do you hear from God? How do you know the voice of God? And in our context, we can say, well, we've got a Bible, and it's full of 66 books that, that communicate God's love and his wisdom and its guidance and direction for us. The Bible says that we have the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, the original Greek word for the Holy Spirit is paraclete, one that walks alongside of the Bible says that he will lead us into all wisdom. So there's something within inside of us. We have brothers and sisters in Christ that also hear from the voice of the Lord and, and they help us. The Bible says, let these things be established in the mouths of two or three witnesses, that there's safety in the counsel of many. But think about it if you lived in those 400 years. Think about it if you lived just a year before Jesus was born. And you as a parent had your child say, Dad, do you know what the voice of God sounds like? Dad, do you, do you know what that is? Dad, what does God's voice sound like? God, that, 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 how do you know what God wants you to do? And for you to look at your child, for your son and your daughter, and go, you know, I've never heard the voice of God. Well, but Dad, you tell us these stories about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You tell us these stories about our people and how they were brought from slavery and bondage in Egypt and, and, and how, how they, they were brought to the promised land. You, you, you tell us these stories about how David killed the giant Goliath, and, but you've never heard God? Does God not speak? And in that moment, you would just say, you know, it's been since your great, 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 great grandfather was the last one in our family to hear the voice of God. And then all of a sudden, the Bible says that one night everything changes. I love the book of John, John chapter one, John chapter one, verse one. And in the beginning, the Word already existed. And the Word was with God. 
meaning Jesus. And the Word was God, meaning Jesus. And He, Jesus, existed in the beginning with God. And God created everything through Him. And nothing was created except through Him. And the Word gave life to everything that was created. And His life brought life to everyone. And the light shines in the darkness. And that's a darkness that can never extinguish it. And out of the silence of 400 years, God chooses in his infinite wisdom through Joseph and Mary to give birth to a son named Jesus. 400 years of silence was shattered with the light and the life of the world that came. And Jesus' birth shined a great light into the world. And that light gives us hope. That's the good news of Christmas. That's why it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's because of the fact that we have hope in Jesus. And if you don't hear anything else that I say, understand this. God loves you, whether you accept him or not. God gave his son for you and for me, whether we accept him or not. How can you be so sure? Even if I walk away from him, God didn't send his son to condemn you. How can you be so sure, Aaron? Because John 3.16 says... That for God so loved the world, you and me, that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ. That whoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that through him the world might be saved. See, the thing about light is it not only brings hope, but it also confronts. What does it confront? It confronts the darkness. And anytime you deal with confrontation, whether it's in a relationship or whether you're talking about light and darkness, there's this reaction of resistance. For every, uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We understand that basic laws of physics. The same is true in our own spirituality. When light comes in, it confronts the darkness. And that darkness inside of you and I resists. We see it written in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John. When Jesus Christ, the Son of God, comes to this earth, clothes himself in humanity, makes himself no reputation, and walks and talks and lives among us, he who knew no sin becomes sin for us, lives on the cross for us. What do we do? We crucify him. Because the darkness inside of us cannot do anything but confront the light in which confronts us. And the natural response to that confrontation that is resistance. Think about it. If you have a job interview or, or, you're, or, you're, or your boss is sitting down to do a year-end review with you and he begins or she begins to point out some flaws in you, what do you do? You naturally have a tendency just to kind of resist. Or your spouse says, hey, honey, I want to sit down with you and let's have a conversation. You have a tendency to resist. Or even, even, even with your kids as a parent, at some point in time, you get tired of, of, of just having to, there's a resistance and in those moments when our darkness is revealed, we have a tendency to withdraw. We have a tendency to pull away. We have a tendency to resist. When God begins to shine into our darkness, we do the same thing with God. Because we, we're prideful. We, 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 we don't like our darkness to be revealed. And easier, it's many times more easier to give God the Heisman than it is just to sit there in humility and say, Oh God, forgive me. Oh God, come into my heart and come into my life. Oh God, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And let your light shine on me and reveal the darkness in me and take the darkness away. As a parent, there's even times when with my own children, I just, ah, oh, one more time to confront one more thing. I just don't even want to do that. But the Bible says that God never the Bible says that God chastens those that he loves. He disciplines those that he loves. He confronts the light and the goodness in him, confronts the darkness that's inside of us. Why? Because he loves us. It's the reason why he gave his only son, Jesus Christ. He never hesitates to shine his light. And because of that, there are always going to be people that will reject that. But the amazing thing about the God that we serve and see, he didn't just sit up in heaven and say, hey, you better shape up. He doesn't just sit up in heaven and just kind of with some cosmic Louisville slugger just say, hey, if you don't, if you don't change, I'm, I'm just going to knock your head off. 
No. What does he do? He sends his son to this earth to be the light to the dark world. What I love about Jesus is Jesus doesn't even curse the darkness. He just lives his life because he is the light of the world. And in him, John's right, there is no darkness. And the light that's in Jesus actually extinguishes the darkness. And the darkness cannot extinguish the light, which is Jesus. He didn't just come to shine his light into the darkness, but he came to give us forgiveness and restoration and to be our Savior and our Lord. And that's what we celebrate every single Christmas. The good news. Now, here's what I want to do today just to end this portion of the, of the service. I'm not asking you to pray a prayer with me, although I'm going to give you an opportunity to. I'm not asking you to, to move from your seat. I'm not asking you to, to change everything in your life. I just want you to hear one thing. I know the world in which we live in. I know religion and pastors with good intentions have so miscommunicated this light and love that is Jesus Christ. And for that, I'm sorry. People like me that stand up week in and week out, we're just sinners that have been saved by grace. We don't have some special corner market on this thing. We put on our pants one leg at a time. We fall down, but by the grace of Jesus Christ, we get up. And Christmas isn't about perfection. Christmas isn't about doing everything right. But I just want you to hear one thing. It's about the fact that God who created you, loves you, and has given you hope in His Son, Jesus Christ. And at any point and at any time, tonight, tomorrow, next year, that you ever say, hey, I want that light and that love of Jesus that we've talked about tonight, that we've sang about tonight, in your life, all you simply have to do is say, God, come into my heart and come into my life. That's it. And he will. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And for those of you that are here today, you would say, you know what, Aaron, I'd like to do that. I'd like to ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart and my life. I, I'd like to give my life to him. That, what you're saying makes sense. What you're saying, that, that what John wrote about, about who Jesus was, that he was the light of the world, and that in him there is no darkness, and the darkness can't extinguish that light. And, and I understand that that light of God through Jesus Christ, his son, when it shines into me, I want to give God a Heisman. I want to kind of push him away. But instead of pushing him away today, I'm just going to let him shine his light and eradicate the darkness in me because I can't. I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not smart enough. I am a sinner in need of a Savior, and I know that my Savior is only found through Jesus Christ. If that's you today, I want to pray with you. And I'm going to ask everyone in this room to lend their voice in just a moment with your voice so that you're not by yourself. Because I'm telling you, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. None of us have a corner market. None of us, listen, none of us are righteous. No, not one, Paul says. For we are all sinners that are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. And what I love about God is that when we were let dead in our sins, that's when God loved us enough that he sent his son, Jesus Christ. And that's when Jesus loved us enough that he died on the cross for us. I'm sorry, I'm preaching. That's kind of an occupational hazard when you're a pastor. But it's the truth. And through everything else that you hear, God simply loves you. And you have a choice when he shines his light to accept it and to allow that light of Jesus to eradicate the darkness in you or to resist it, which is a natural tendency. So I'm going to ask you right now to bow your head and close your eyes. Everyone across this room. And if you would like to pray this prayer, 
and invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart and into your life, then I want to ask you to pray this prayer with me. And the Bible says, according to Romans 10, 9, and 10, that you will find salvation in God and that his light will come in and eradicate the darkness of your heart. And I'm going to ask those of you that have prayed this prayer before to lend your voice with those that are praying this prayer for the very first time. Dear Jesus, I ask you to shine your light into my dark heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my darkness. And I ask that you would take it away. My sin, my darkness, my transgressions, my mistakes, my faults, my failures. I give them to you, Jesus. And I ask you, Jesus Christ, to come into my heart, to come into my life today and be my Lord and be my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, I pray right now for every person that prayed that prayer, that the peace of God that passes understanding would just, Lord, would fill their heart, that joy beyond expression would consume them. And I just pray, God, that the light that is you, Lord, would illuminate their heart. That's what you said in Matthew chapter 5, that when you come into our heart and you come into our life, that we become a light that cannot be hidden, that you and us become like a city that's set on a hill. And I just pray, oh God, that you would do your perfect work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we give the Lord praise for those who made a decision? Amen. The house lights are going to come up just for a moment. And as they come up, I, I want to uh, just simply do uh, just a couple of things. We're going to prepare for those of you that are regular Life Church weekend attenders to, to give you an opportunity to give. Those of you that are, are, are guests with us, again, we love the fact that you're guests. We don't ask that you feel anything, any obligation to, to give anything. But what we would love for you to do is just simply fill out this communication card and put it in the offering bucket as it comes by in just a minute. And hopefully the lights are up bright enough for you to be able to see. And, uh, but if you made a decision to follow Christ, I'm going to talk to you just for a second. On the back side of the communication card, the very top box, there's a box here that says, Today I decided to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. If you prayed that prayer for the first time and you invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart and into your life, we want to celebrate that with you. Let me tell you what's going to happen. If you check that box, if you give us an email on the front side of the communication card, we're just simply going to email you and say congratulations on the decision that you made to follow Jesus Christ. Do you have any questions? If you have questions, we're going to do the best of our ability to answer it. Secondly, do you have a Bible? If you don't, we're going to give you one, whether it's a paper version or a digital version. And the third thing is, is are you, are you involved in a local church? If you're not, we're going to help you get involved. And even if you don't live... In, in, in the Germantown area, we're going to help you get, get at least give you some places. Here's some places that we would refer you to go to a good Bible-believing church in your area. This is not about life church. It's never been about life church. It's about life change. So w would we love to have you back? Absolutely. But if for some reason you just go, I, you know, whatever, the, the drive, that's fine. We'll, let us help you. We're here to serve you. But what we do, do, do want to do is follow up with you and celebrate the fact of the decision that you made for Christ. We live in a world that tells us religion saves us, and religion does not save you. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to Krispy Kreme makes you a donut. Hallelujah. I wish it did. I would be a donut because I go a lot, but it doesn't. And so the what saves you, according to the Bible, not according to Aaron, according to the Bible, is Romans 10, 9, and 10. When you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart that Jesus is who the Bible says he is, that you will be saved, period. It's not about being friends with a pastor. It's not about having to do an action or activity. It's simply through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So not taking away from any tradition that you have or any church that you belong to, that's wonderful. It's just simply a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so I just want to encourage you in that, and that's kind of what we want to be able to do with that. One other thing I want to say that I'm going to pray for you and over this offering is, is we receive it, is uh, we'd love to have you back if you don't have plans on Christmas Eve. We have a 2.30 service and a 4.30 service. At 2.30, there are 101 seats available. We know how many because we give tickets away. And we are ticketing every single seat, which means 
when they're out, we are literally at standing room only. And so we invite you to come back. It's about an hour-long service. It will be, uh, it's just a very traditional type of a service where we kind of celebrate that. We'll take communion together uh, and have a wonderful time. And, uh, and so if you'd like to do that, as soon as you leave tonight, you go directly to the foyer and to your right. That's where the, where the resource center is. And there are tickets available for you. They're free of charge, but it helps us to be able to manage that. At the uh, 430 service, there's 251 seats available. They just sent me a, a deal telling me how many we have. So that's what we have. And, uh, and then everything's maxed out at that point. If we go over that, then we'll add an additional service uh, for, for that, that as well. And so I want to pray for you. I want to invite you to come back Christmas Eve and be our guest. And I don't know how many of you guys have the in-laws and the outlaws coming. The outlaws are on their way to my house right now. Will you pray for me? And um, so my mother-in-law sent a freezer yesterday, a literal freezer to our house because of all the baked goods that she's making. Thank God for my mother-in-law. Hallelujah. So I said also, are there steaks coming? I'm believing in faith. Just a thought. So anyhow. I kid you not, a freezer was delivered to my house yesterday. Wow. Food is my love language, people. And so uh, I hope it is yours, too. And again, if I don't get to see you before, uh, before Christmas, have a very Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you for being here today. We're honored to have you, especially grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles and family members that came to see uh, these little guys and gals. They're so excited, exciting to see and to watch. I'm going to pray for you. Then we're going to dismiss you in just a minute. We've got another song and a quick video. Father, I just thank you today for your blessings. I thank you today, Lord, for the life that we have in you, Jesus. And I thank you for people that made a decision today to follow you. And even for people that didn't cross that line, but they, were, they heard the message. They were open to the dialogue. They were open to just for a moment saying, what if? I pray your blessings on all of your people. I pray, God, that as we would honor you with our tithe, that you'd bless it according to your word. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, 11, and 12. That you'd open up the windows and pour out a blessing so great we don't have room enough to contain it. You'd bless the work of our hands, and you'd bless us in such a way that would be a witness and a testimony of you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you give. Church, we love to celebrate Christmas, and so we want to invite you to join us for our Christmas Eve services. We do a Christmas Eve service that's more traditional and geared for the whole family, and we'd love for you to be there. We've got three different services for you to choose from, two at the Germantown campus at 2.30 and 4.30, and one at the West campus at 4.30. All you need to do is stop by the Resource Center today on your way out and grab tickets for you and your entire family. The best part is tickets are totally free. We just want to make sure that we have enough seats so we can accommodate every single person on Christmas Eve. So make sure before you leave today, you stop by the Resource Center, grab those tickets, and we'll see you on Christmas Eve.
Christmas Eve. We'll see you on Tuesday.